This podcast is brought to you by the Mighty Monkey Corporation in conjunction with Carmen Industries and Frankly Speaking Incorporated and a grant from Braniff Airlines. From Rochester, New York, where it is so cold your dog is going to have its pee freeze on him before it even hits the ground, this is FC3's Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky and everything can be geeky if you love it enough. Starring Tanya Metris, starring Billy DeTori, starring Dan Carmen, and also starring your host, that would be me, and my name is Chris. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you happen to be, and I hope you're having a great day. Hi, guys! Hi! Hi, Chris. I picked Braniff Airlines because it's like bankrupt and out of, you know, <laughs> out of funding and has been collapsed, I think, for like, uh, I think it's been like 30 years now. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> So a sponsorship of this podcast is the start of their comeback? That is. There you go. That's the way to look at it right there. How is everybody doing? I'm I'm home. Dan Dan is unfortunately some assembly required. (laughs) Oh, come on. No, we talked about it last week. We were laughing about it. Now it's not funny anymore. Come on. It goes along with what my coworkers gave me a big box, giant box of Legos. That's That's fantastic. Yeah, That's awesome. They they gave him the Harry Potter castle. Mm. The, the big Hogwarts castle. Like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> 6,000 plus pieces. Yep. These people know my brother. That's all there is to it. Oh, That's awesome. I know. Yeah. Is Can't bag one done? Is what? Is bag one done? Yeah. No, I, they, they came, well, it came with two uh, free other get boxes. So I did the, the, it came with an ice skating rink and then um, the monster Ooh. book of monsters. Oh, so, yeah. So oh. I did the ice skating, ice skating rink yesterday. I'm going to do the monster book of monsters today. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow I'm going to start the, the big giant box. Whoa. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> there's still easier ways to get Legos and Snickerdoodles, so you could have just asked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the true. Snickerdoodles are really good. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. <clears throat> have you seen the new uh, Oreos that are out? No. Which, which new ones? The the Lady Gaga ones? No. Lady Gaga Oreos? Yes. Okay, do tell. Um, they've got uh, Liz Pritchard. Yes, I say Liz did that. Did, did yeah, but I had that. seen it before Liz had shown it. Um, that there were new Le- um Legos <laughs> Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You could make a never mind an Oreo out of a Lego. Yeah, who knows? Um, a Lego out of an Oreo, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Lady Gaga. Yeah, some some of her some of her sayings on there or something, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and there there is um some limited they're limited edition and some of them are like signed. Signed. <laughs> or something I'm more confused. like that. <laughs> I am right there with you. The packaging for the Lady Gaga Oreos is inspired by the singer's Chromatica album. Um. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Target. Uh, they're three dollars and seventy nine cents. So it's like oh. I don't know images. The package is like <laughs> pink and um, Lady Gaga's in gray, and then it's got like um a slash to the front, showing that they're like um like golden Oreos, but with a green filling. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I'm not sure, but huh. Dan, of all the multi- multiverse of, of various flavors, what's your favorite Oreo? Just the the standard one, you know, or double stuff, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, although the chocolate ones are good. Chocolate, yeah. The fudge covered? Oh, the fudge covered ones are just evil. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I love the fudge covered Oreos. Oh, yeah. I I have killed off a few of those over the years, yes. How about you, Billy? Uh, fudge covered Oreos are the best, but I, I have a question as long as we're talking sweet stuff. The other day I tried the cookies and cream Twix bars. Ooh. I, I thought maybe it was you, you Dan, or I, someone I know posted about them, mentioned how awesome they were. I was completely underwhelmed. Really? Them. I'd rather have just the plain old caramel and chocolate. Mm, me too. That's fair. Oreo. That's I love the peanut, the peanut butter Twix ones are good. I'm anti-peanut yes. butter, though, so. Oh, okay. Oh, You're anti-peanut one. butter? I can't stand peanut butter. Well, Is he related to Scott? I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's, it's more for me and Dan. That's fine. That's right. <clears throat> I like peanut butter. A little more for Dan, Tanya, and I. <laughs> Although, Dan, it was you that recommended the sugar cookie uh, M&M's. Yes. I think at one point. And I did find those at Wegmans, a little bag, and those were delicious. Sugar they're, cookie they're, M&M's? They were better than I thought they were going to be. Because I thought, you know, it's like, how can they make that work? But it actually wasn't bad. It's so. crunchy and had a little cookie in there. And mm-hmm. I also I enjoy the uh, the pretzel M&M's. Oh, yeah. Those are always good. The sweet, yeah. the sweet and the salty. I mean, can't go I like the that. caramel ones. <clears throat> yeah. See, this works because, you know, it, this is where it, I start it, talking about segues, right? Because so uh-huh. today, today, the long segment, we're going to, because with the Super Bowl coming up or Superb Owl, however the hell people are going to try to correct me to say it these days, whatever, um, uh, we're going to be talking about Super Bowl traditions and our favorite snacks. So, you know, the things we would share with multitude of people, but we can't. So we're going to share them with you on our on our podcast today um, in our own little way. So we can have our kind of we're going to celebrate the Super Bowl together, <laughs> but apart. It's, it's good. talking snacks. Yeah. So, I mean, because I, I know this it's, it's and I'll mention this during the long segment, but my favorite Super Bowl or, or big party snack is actually uh, something Tanya makes. So. We'll go from there. But uh, moving oh, on before we... Before I make we a mess. Go. Mess? You make a mess? I, thought, I make oh, a mess. God, for a second there, I thought you said meth. Sorry, <laughs> 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 you can't be a billionaire. No. But oh no, God. I make a mess. Yes. M-E-S-S. Breaking bad, starring Tanya Metris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I wouldn't even know how to start. No. I am not well, sciencey. <sighs> so... Allegedly, it's a uh, Sudafed. You can start. Oh, I I thought you didn't know how to start. <laughs> She's off and running already, boy. More, more than I know. Jeez. <laughs> Only because they check your ID to make sure that you don't buy too many packages of uh, Sudafed at, when you're sick in the sinus stuff. Yeah. Smile and so. nod, smile and nod. The <laughs> just took a turn. Wow, look at that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have my ears checked. Um, but Dan, you're good. You're, you know, let's a little update. You're, you're home. You're not completely comfortable, but you know, adjusting. I'm adjusting. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I got some less pieces than I went in, than when I went in with, um, they, they, uh, they did find cancer and what they took out, but, um, in the main area, but not in the margin. So the margins are kind of the more important part. Okay. So, so that shows that it probably is not spread out. Okay. Um, so it, the margins were clear. The lymph nodes were clear. Um, so those are the 
important parts that okay the, yes there was still cancer there which is bad but that's out and uh-huh. as well and and the, the parts it doesn't seem to have spread that's good well so, that's encouraging so so uh-huh. um you know i remember when you were we were talking about it you were going back and forth you're like geez what if you know um what if we go through all of this and i have this life-changing thing and it's for nothing but um you're satisfied that that's not the case yeah, I mean, the doctor was was happy, and he kind of mentioned it too. He was like, you know, I, I, he said, you know, I'd feel bad, you know, I know, and, you know, I know it's a, it's a risk, but you know, it's it's a, a risk for going the right way, kind of thing. It's more of this is, right. So it's, yeah. All right. Well, you know, hey, and uh, speedy recovery as always. If you need anything at all, help with anything, you let me know, and then I'll tell Tanya, and she'll have you know Tyler come out and do it for you. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> Well, he needs to start learning, man. He's got to start getting, you know, getting some, uh, some real life experience. Yeah, but that means like he has to go out of the house, and he's not leaving the house right now. I've got a, I've got um, a fire firework collection that says otherwise. Yeah, well, scare him the hell out. It'd be fine. <laughs> no, my mom was saying that, like, oh, if you guys wanted to come down uh, to Florida over uh, like spring break at the end of Feb- at the end of April. Mm-hmm. I said, I have to quarantine for 10 days or whatever. I'm like, oh, wait, no, I wouldn't because I would have my uh, COVID vaccine shots. I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm like, Kyler won't leave the house. She's like, I don't know. He might leave the house for that. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it happened. (laughs) But no, I have my first uh, COVID vaccine uh, on Tuesday, which is the day um, before this gets released. So nice. Yeah, let well, us know how that goes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure good juju. Yeah, my had parents a, had theirs on Friday. Sorry. I had a friend of mine who's uh, she's a lab manager at, the, uh, at Syracuse University. And uh, so they got her on the list. Her boss got her on the list, and she had her first shot. And she was like, oh, my God, my arm is on fire. <laughs> like, oh, my no. And it's weird because it reacts to people differently, just like any <laughs> other, like like the flu shot or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because my mom's like, oh my god, she, she had my, both my mom and dad had them done on Friday in Florida, and they're like, mom's like, I couldn't even feel it. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm fine. I and that's when I talked to her on Saturday, so I haven't talked to her yet today. Mm-hmm. So I will let you know later when I talk to her how her arm is today. But. Sounds good. I read somewhere that O.J. Simpson is one of the few people in America that has his COVID, has his uh, shot, his vaccine. Really? Yeah. I think OJ. he lives in Florida. I'm not sure where he lives now, but I know Florida was. But somehow he managed to be one of the, what, 3% of people Jesus. to get the vaccine so far. I wonder how he became so essential. Yeah, exactly. Just because of his age? Yeah, probably yeah. because my parents are over 65, so they could sign up mm-hmm. and try to get the um, vaccine. But they were supposed to do it like on Tuesday of last week, but they they didn't have any vaccine. They were supposed to do it the Tuesday before the inauguration, the 19th, but they um, got delayed. So they were able to get it this past Friday. So... But yeah, we'll see. I'll let you know how I am. Well, I maintain my status as I'm essential to City Hall, but I'm not essential to the CDC. Right. You're essential to us. Wow. <laughs> that unfortunately does not get me in line for this thing. 
<laughs> as much as I appreciate the, uh, the the affectionate feeling there, that's it's just not getting me on anybody's list at the moment. Well, I'm on a Thank few shit list. I suppose that's something. It's a list. That's a list. I <laughs> say not currently. You're not currently on mine. So. But yay! Small miracles. <laughs> You're never on mine. I appreciate that. And I'll never be on the COVID list. I, if I have to wait for an age restriction, I still got another 10 years, I think. So. <laughs> and I'm the least essential person in America. Actually, you have an underlying medical condition. Yeah, I do. But I'm also inside, so. New York's so far behind and stuff right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Ain't that great. I tell you, this, this, the, you know what? Here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to go to break because <laughs> I feel a political rant coming on. <laughs> and I don't want to do that today. <laughs> not, I, not today. Not right not now. Another, t- another time when you're not so tired. <laughs> right. Because this will get ugly. <laughs> well, before we go to break, then yes. before we get to our main topic on a completely different note, can I not recommend a couple movies? Absolutely, I've uh, I've watched over the, the. This weekend has been very disappointing for me. We've got oh, a no. sick, we've got a sick cat Aww. who uh, she's not feeling well. We noticed it Friday. Took her to the vet, and four hundred and twenty five dollars later. Yeah. We're waiting for test results to see what's bothering her. And she's just not eating and poor Dora. So I feel bad. She's very dehydrated. And then we've watched a couple movies that uh, the new Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, um, who's that Rami Malek, every little thing, uh, detective thriller and just not good. Just very underwhelming, and it was you know we were looking forward to it because all three very good actors and not good HBO Max, and also on HBO Max Lockdown with Anne Hathaway and um, oh shoot I can't I don't want to mispronounce it Edge of um oh okay I know uh, I forget his first name Cheetle Edge of Four yeah. Uh, it's romantic comedy, quarantine romantic comedy heist, heist movie where they wind up robbing uh, Harris in in London. And I wish there was more heist because it also very not as funny as I wanted it to be, not as exciting as I wanted it to be, not as romantic comedy as I wanted it to be. Mm. So both on HBO Max, both new. And both getting a lot of buzz that I feel is not quite deserved. So, okay. And you said, you I, and I value one? your opinion. Go ahead, Tanya, you first. You had a third one too? No, no. Oh. Th- those are, oh, actually, though, Tanya, you may have turned me on to something that I'm going to go back and watch. Even though it was something you saw at the theater back when we were allowed to go to theaters. Um, Alita Battle Angel, I hadn't really had any interest in. Oh, I haven't and, seen it. Sean has. I did oh, too. Okay. I saw it. And, and okay. you know what? It was not an Oscar winner, but it was fun. And we had and a great look, time. My son and I went to go see it. We just had a great time watching it. I was scrolling through and I just I needed something fun after those clunkers and after Dora being sick. And oh, that looks kind of fun. And, and Susan was upstairs and 
this might not be something she likes. Let me give it a shot. And I watched the first 10 minutes and thought, I think Susan will like this. And I found it charming and I could mm-hmm. tell it was fun. So I paused it and I'm going to go back to it today with Susan, hopefully. And, oh, and cool. so I'm, now I'm looking forward to Lita Battle Angel. It turns out it has a really good cast and James Cameron produced it and Robert Rodriguez directed it, who I like his movies. And which uh, I, Salazar is Alita. And I think she does a fantastic job. With that's what the first 10 minutes I was really charmed by her mm-hmm. and you know Christoph Waltz. And I, I, this might be way better than I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to wait and watch it with Susan today since there's no football. Yeah. Not today, at least. Yeah. Next week. Well, nope. this coming Sunday from, from this podcast, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. So on the any given Sunday that we're recording a podcast today, there is no football. But <laughs> but there is wrestling. Royal Rumble is tonight, so I'm looking That's forward to that. That's a thing. That reminds me. I got to hook up that um, that friend of mine that I met in uh, Pennsylvania who's big into wrestling. He has a wrestling podcast. And get mm-hmm. you and James... Uh, so the three of you guys can just talk professional wrestling for a little while because I think that'd be phenomenal to listen to. I mean, I I would be like, yeah, guy, uh, colors, yeah, body slam, yeah, okay, but <laughs> but get some experts on and let you guys hash it out for a little while. I think that'd be cool. That'd be fun. That's very cool. Yeah. Okay, nice. that's what I wanted to say before we got to our main Super Bowl topic. Well said, sir. Thank you. So. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, it's uh, it's time to plot, scheme, and plan for everybody's uh, way to approach the one of the most popular sporting events on a yearly basis, and it's coming up soon. And so are we. Phonograph was invented in 1877 by Thomas Edison. The House of Guitars was created in 1878. <laughs> you know, people are actually going like, to search that up to see if, they, if that's actually true. You know what? We have a society right now that doesn't actually look for information at the moment, so I don't give a rat's ass. There's going to be a bunch of people printing House of Guitars established 1878, and they're not even going to ever know that they were fake wrong. Fake news. <laughs> Definitely fake put it on, news. Put it on Wikipedia, Chris. Put it on Wikipedia, that's it. I got to do that now. That's a thing. Actually, 1964, but uh, 1964 for the House of Guitars. Yeah, the great, great House of Guitars, and those brothers right. are still—they're still with us, right? Yeah, Armin, Armin, Bruce, Armin and Bruce. They're good. That's good. I'm glad to hear them. Wow. <coughs> Opened it in their mother's basement. Oh wow! <laughs> now here's the question: Was that the house that they grew up in? Like, was the House of Guitars actually no, their they- house? They they purchased that in the nineteen early seventies. Okay. I think I think it's the one. Purchased a, an historical building in Arundelquite that was formerly known as the Grange Hall, okay. which was built in the early nineteen hundreds. Uh-huh. Um, yes, we remains their current store to this day. That's phenomenal. I love it. So, yeah. I absolutely love it. That's phenomenal. Okay. I mean, we used to have that joke where did you hear uh, me and Jake got tossed out of the house guitars? We were trying to straighten an aisle. 
<laughs> that would have been uh, me and Randy out of um, the book center that used to be in Spencerport. Yeah. It, it, oh, you, yeah. Could, you couldn't get through one of those aisles without knocking down. Uh, I bought so many books from that place. Oh, yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's phenomenal. It. <laughs> now it's a pet store. <laughs> You're trying to straighten the aisles, he says. <laughs> nice. All right, so it's that time of the year again where we get to see who's going to play up against Tom Brady. Never mind, doesn't matter what team he's on, apparently. It's just it's going to be a thing. It's going to be whoever who's playing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl this year. And the question, the answer to that question will be Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. So good luck to, to Patrick. I think the greatest conundrum that we can discuss at this point is as a Bills fan. Who do you root for? Do you root for. The people who beat the Bills, or do you vote? Or do you root for the people who are playing against Tom Brady? It's almost like a no-win situation of <laughs> sorts. Well, if you were listening to the We Show this week, um, I'm going to plug them. They're mm-hmm. actually rooting for some of them are actually rooting from Tom Brady because uh, they have um, just revenge on their their minds because the yeah. Patrick Mahomes had beat the Bills. So that that was their take on it this week. So. Well, my my outlook on it, this is the way I've kind of sort these things in my head over the years, is if the team that I'm rooting for loses, I usually will root for the team that beat them in the championships because I don't want to feel like I lost the losers. That's a good theory. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, as long as, like, in, when I apply it to baseball, as long as it doesn't wind up, I don't wind up rooting for the Yankees because then I'll just I'll flip that <laughs> right off the bat, you know? <laughs> you know? But, there's um, always a caveat to the rule. Right? Yeah, there, there, is, there is a caveat to the rule. I, I freely admit it. It's the exception uh, that proves the rule. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But um, but the long and the short of it is, like, say, you know, the, my team, the Red Sox, okay, cool. They get to the, the AFC championship. They lose to, you know, um, the Indians. Okay, cool. Uh, then I'm going to root for the Indians because I want to make sure that, the you know, the people who beat my team were the actual champions, not just the actual best. Yes. So that would make me feel better. That's so that's how I look at it. So with that logic being in play, I I am rooting for Kansas city and I know that's going to make Laura happy. So I'm rooting for a good game. I like, I like the close games where it's exciting. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's happened to the last minute and uh, just Mm -hmm. something that, you know, I don't want to see it like 38 to zero at halftime because that's, I don't think it's going to be that. No, but they have been one that have been kind of blown out. So yeah, I think it's a shot that the Kansas City Chiefs right now are almost the Harlem Globetrotters of football. They're crazy to watch. Um, Are they insane, or they do weird things? They they they, Patrick Mahomes can throw the ball in different directions than the way he's looking. He shovels it underhand. He does like goofy shit that you don't see other football players do. Uh-huh. And they're fun to watch. They're really fun to watch. But my th- I also like rooting for the underdog, which in this case for the most bizarre of reasons, it's Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady's the underdog in the Super Bowl. His team was like the 6th seed in the AFC and he's 43 years old. Mhm. And, you know, the team just sort of rallied around him. He made his team better, but it, they're the underdogs to this Kansas City Chiefs team that just 
can't seem to be slowed down. So it's such a wild story when you think about it. For those of you who follow sports on a regular basis, like you can live and breathe it, not like you know the Tulio levels, but you can live and breathe it nonetheless. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just got to be a great story, and that that's I think what makes sports so interesting for maybe the not sports inclined like ourselves is we look for those those stories and those you know uh, the, the the characters, right? And then the, and whew, this particular Super Bowl's got quite a few characters, Gronk. You know, and um, it, 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 so it should make it for interesting television at the very least. And actually, one thing that makes me laugh every time I, I think about it, uh-huh. there's a TV show on uh, Hulu or Showtime or something called Moonbase 8. Okay. And it's like Fred Armisen, John C. Riley, and I forget who else. But it's uh, in the first episode, Travis Kelsey, who's the tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs, is on it, and it looks like he's going to be a regular cast member. Turns out not so. It's about a bunch of astronauts training in like the Arizona desert, mm-hmm. living in like a space <clears throat> shuttle or, and to a mock up space shuttle in the Arizona desert to train. Mm-hmm. And in the first episode, Travis Kelsey is one of the crew members. He's a celebrity that's training to be an astronaut to bring attention to the um, to the program. And he is a complete jerk throughout. He like he treats everybody like an ass. He's he he's stuck up. He's just he's no like this entitled celebrity who gets everybody else to do stuff for him. And then by the end of the episode, he's accidentally killed. Which spoilers, but he's killed. It's on Hulu. It's okay. Tim Heidecker. Okay. John C. Riley and, and Fred, Fred Armisen. So Travis Kelsey is killed, but, but like I said, he's he's the biggest jerk through the whole episode. And mm-hmm. turns out, in real life, he's like the nicest guy in the world. He's we talked about that. How the the, the coolest, kindest human beings yeah. seem to be when they're actors. They play the best villains because, I, for whatever reason, it just seems to be a thing. That I happens. love the fact that he can mock him. That he can not take himself seriously that he can play the jerk and be no. And meanwhile, he's going to win like the Walter Payton man of the year award for charity work. (laughs) So I, I I just, I enjoyed that. And Travis Kelsey is like this. He's this huge monster guy who can catch a football and run. You know, he's a very talented athlete. So, and I like the fact that turns out he's a nice guy who can poke humor at himself. That works. That's so. awesome. There you go. That's awesome. All right. So in Super Bowl Sundays in the past, I mean, it's this is going to be obviously a little different this year uh, because of all the social distancing and whatnot. But, you know, everybody's used to the big Super Bowl party. You know, we all get together. We'll, you know, everybody descends upon somebody's house. Back in the day when the Bills were having their, their runs to the Super Bowl, Dan and I would go, we would buy invariably wind up at our friend Jason's house and his mother would put up a spread. Were you there for that one? The, the Norwood one? Dan, I think you were there. Um, probably. I seem to remember being there with you. But and then Jason and his his younger sister Jamie and, and Jason's mom over on Felix mm-hmm. Street. Felix the house yeah. is no longer there anymore. Oh, it's not. No, the house got torn down a couple of years ago. Oh wow. Yeah, but um, yeah, memories, huh? <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, we all get together. We would have our snacks. We'd have our our, our traditions and whatnot. And and uh, so, what was the things, go ahead. 
No, it's just that then we enjoy the game. So yeah, and then you enjoy the game, or or watch the game. You may not enjoy the game. True, true. Yes, you're you're truly watching it to see what Super Bowl commercial was were going to come on. What was going to be the best commercial? I was going to bring up. Yes, (laughs) the frogs Budweiser, um, the the Clydesdales, all that type of stuff. That that's what like for the longest time. That's what I've watched the Super Bowl for. or if I happen to have purchased a couple Super Bowl squares. Mm-hmm. How did that always work out for you? Uh, not so well. <laughs> because you, you purchase them before all the numbers get put in. And so, uh-huh. therefore, you just randomly put your name down in squares and things like that. And right. then the numbers get pulled afterwards. So Then you mm-hmm. just got to hope not to get a two or a five. Because yeah. <laughs> those numbers rarely come up in football scores. Right. I'm out on a Mia. Yeah. So what are some of the things you guys would do on a regular basis there, Billy? How about in your household? Well, it, it throughout the years, it's changed. I, you know, I, I was never one to go to like big parties. I like watching the game. So I don't like being distracted by a million people not watching the game. Fair. Just talking and hanging out, which is completely, obviously, normal. It's, it's an excellent reason to get together and have fun. Um, But I guess I'm not very fun. Uh, I I watched it with my parents and my sister. Then when I moved, I I had a couple friends over to watch various games, but because they wanted to watch the games, it's sort of like, you know, going over to to Tulio's house for championship son, (laughs) which is, you know, sort of a combination. There there are different areas of people, but I Mm -hmm. hung out with, the group of like sports people that liked watching the game. Um, so I, I've, I've never been one to like hang out in big groups for Super Bowl parties. Gotcha. Um, I did always, I, I always have like pizza and wings and stuff. You know, whether it's with, you know, whether it was with like my parents and sister or there were a couple of years where I just lived alone and would order a pizza and wings and eat by myself and watch football. <laughs> or, you know, and Susan doesn't really care about it. She may be interested in the commercials or the halftime game, halftime show or whatever, but um, she doesn't really care about football. Although she may have if the Bills had won because she likes watching me root for the Bills. Now, why is it the pizza and wings being like the, like the typical traditional Super Bowl or, or football staple? Well, it's party food. Honestly, I mean, I think that's about it. I think it's the the easiest thing that you can have delivered to you Mm -hmm. and put on plates. Like Chinese food doesn't seem like Super Bowl food. (laughs) Right. You know, going to the little paper containers and getting a couple spoonfuls of Mugu Gai Pan or whatever. Okay. Christopher. I didn't say it. I didn't I did not say Grogu Gai Pan. <laughs> I didn't but even you, think of that. But you were thinking it. I oh. know you were. I I did not say that. You evil geniuses. I got a couple cats fighting. Daniel Oliver, stop it. <laughs> yeah, so um I was just curious because pizza seems to be the the staple when we've had Super Bowl gatherings here or gone to them. And um when I've ordered from, we trip, typically order from Mark's. Right. They, they're like, 
due to the high number of calls, pizza is going to be delayed, blah, 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 uh-huh. for the Super Bowl. And I think they turned their online ordering system off and just take the phone calls because they can't keep up with everything that's coming in online. I have it. It's because everybody likes pizza. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Whenever you're having people over, pizza. When you're having a birthday party, make sure to order the pizza. When you know what's going on, pizza. It's 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 like a a go-to thing. It's on our mindset, right? So Mm -hmm. it just becomes that staple that you just you lean on it because it's easy to. And it's it's delicious too. And it is well, depending (laughs) where you get it from. There's been some pizzas I've had lately that have been really subpar. Mm. But uh, yeah, in general, it's delicious. Yeah, pizza yes. yesterday that I grabbed on my way home from Ann's house, mm-hmm. and um, I was going to try to stop at the Taco Bell, the new Taco Bell out near Dan, and the okay. line was like twenty cars deep. So I'm like, still that long of a line? Jeez. Yeah, I'm like, it's almost like it's almost like Taco Bell has been bought by the same people who run Chick Fil A. It's mm. it. What is going on with these lines? Well, there's no Taco Bell on that side of town. So, so yeah, it was about 6.30 I was coming through there. I was uh, retouching up Anne's hair. Um, is it still blue? It is still blue. <laughs> we we were touching it up so it was uh, a little bit, all the little blonde stuff had uh, been uh, turned blue. But so I stopped at Target and I'm like, well, I was going to, I was looking for something. I was looking for little mini Grogu's at Target (laughs) to, to go with our collection that we have and they didn't have it. So I'm like, oh, I got to get something to eat before I get home because I'd only had a pop tart at like 11 something. And now there's a healthy diet. Yeah. (laughs) So I, um, the Target has a pizza hut in it. Well, that's the problem. You don't get pizza at Target. Well, they, they had one of those. Most people don't even have to pass the strict uh, hiring policies of Pizza Hut. I know. And, you know, it, it was still, it was a little gooey in the middle and a little soft. I mean, and I, I did eat it because I was hungry on my way home, but I was paying the price for it later. It was not the, the best tasting thing. I haven't had Pizza Hut pizza in so long. I mean, you used, to get, you used to get it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, is so there any. Was, go ahead. Is there any Pizza Hut still open? Yeah, there's the one on the corner of uh, Denise and Dewey. Oh, really? Is that one still open? I didn't know that. Yeah. Because the closest one across the street from me, the one around the corner from you, Chris. Right, the delivery. No, we are podcasting. Hi, Randy. Yes, I am Warcrafting and podcasting. (laughs) I'm playing Minecraft. We're talking. We're talking about Super Bowl food and pizza and things like that. This is something I don't necessarily have to look up a lot of stuff for. Gotcha. I I can uh, multitask on this one. Yeah. No way. <laughs> He's worse than the kids. No, at least when you ask him to stop, he stops more often than not. Unlike yeah, your well. just keep going because he thinks he's funny. Yeah, well. They do think they're funny. But yeah, Pizza Hut, you had to have like a certain constitution for because it was highly greasy. It was so good. But, you know, when you were younger, mm-hmm. you get used to it and then you built up a tolerance for it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but nowadays I remember having, I think the last time I had Pizza Hut was like, oh, almost like 10 years ago at this point. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm in pain. This hurts. Yeah. I've had it the strong because uh, I bring the kids to strong and mm-hmm. they, they always want it. So they got their little thing there. So yeah. 
So the pepperoni was really good. That that has not it has not changed flavor whatsoever. So when you get like different, there's like the Pizza Hut pepperoni, and then there's pepperoni on other stuff. I don't know what the seasoning or whatever it is, but I can mm -hmm. tell the difference between them. Hold on, I got to go deal with a cat. If you want to mute me, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Man. Uh, okay. So anyway, kitty. All right. Where, where were we? <laughs> we were yeah, talking pizza. about the pizza in regards to pizza and wings. Pizza, and pizza. Okay. But yeah, that's like, like I was saying before. It's yeah, it, it, pizza and wings is kind of like the American consciousness right there. It's like, oh, is there an occasion? Is there people coming over? Pizza. Mm -hmm. so, that's just a given thing to answer that question in a very lengthy fashion. Yeah, okay. I'm back. Is everything better? Yeah, yeah. We, we had a cat that Oliver was insisting on going upstairs and banging on the door. So uh, I see. So I didn't want him to distract. I don't know if you guys could hear it, but it was driving nope. me crazy. No, I could not. Okay. Um, Juno is currently curled up under my desk at the moment, so I can't stretch out. You know, <laughs> oh, and I better stretch out before the static comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Assume the position. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, baby. Uh oh, all right. I have to. I have to take a moment here because Juno got herself tied up in my cable wire. Hang on. No, no, don't move. Don't move. Don't move. You're gonna pull it out. Okay, I'll be right back. Hey, you guys talk about. Oh, wow, this is the weirdest podcast. I think we're okay with it. Oh, this is you know, hilarious. We never know where it's gonna go. I mean, no. I this could be like like a mini break in in between. Although now that I'm thinking about it, part of our Super Bowl traditions here—it's one of Susan's favorite things on Super Bowl Sunday—is the puppy bowl and the kitten bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's better than the real game. I don't think I've ever watched that. It's it's cute for about five, five to ten minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it gets old. Yeah. And then they start throwing in, you know. Uh, plugs for the various healthy cat foods or dog foods. Of course. Gotcha. But it's it's cute for a short amount of time. Nice little break. Yeah. If you need a break from the real thing, you got it. You can go there. There you go. And and that usually goes on before the game, correct? Yeah, yeah, a couple hours before the game. They I think they start running it like it two or something then they reshowed a couple times before the actual game <laughs> they usually starts around six, six. So. Stop. <laughs> now it, i take it you three uh, if chris is back aren't yeah. you guys aren't huge football fans but you do you still make it a thing to watch the super bowl or is it I, I do usually. I yeah. usually go I go from my friend Andy's house usually and watch it with them. Um, the last couple of years, it's landed on a, a gaming Sunday for us. Mm -hmm. uh, this year, it's not on a gaming Sunday. It's on our opposite Sunday. So, um, I don't know. Probably watch it. Uh, I mean, we've had when we've been gaming, we've had our phones down, so we at least had our phones popped up where we could keep track of the score, but. If it's not one of the teams that, if it's not the Niners or the Bills or um, like Oakland, like for Scott, we're like, or the Patriots for Doug, we're just like, eh, it's another game. So right. we don't necessarily have any vested interest in it. 
So I don't know. It. <clears throat> I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've actually thoroughly watched a Super Bowl except for maybe like the fourth quarter uh, in several several years. I'll, I'll get into the end just to see how it's finishing, see what's going on, see who's winning. You know, that's about it. Um, even if I'm at the party, I'm typically not truly paying attention to it. I'm talking to people. I'm doing things. You know, mm-hmm. you know. In recent years, it's been sitting around playing on the computer while hearing about the uh, hearing about the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, this happened. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's about it. See, but um, yeah, it's just it's not my typical thing. But I will go and partake and participate just to. I don't know. Usually for the social. For me, it's just about the social. It's definitely about the social and the food. The food, which was one of the main reasons we were going to bring this conversation up today. Yes. (laughs) 44 minutes in and we're talking, let's talk about food. Well, we did talk about pizza. We did talk about pizza and wings. Pizza and wings are a tradition. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am guessing that Chris was going to mention something that I make quite often for parties and Super Bowls. Buffalo chicken wing dip. Because it's just, it's insane. It's, it's like it's like cocaine in, in with sour cream like that. It's amazing. Yes. Would, would you say chicken wing dip, Chris? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Buffalo chicken wing dip. And I think it's like paper, it's like a kit, isn't it? It's like paint. It's like just really just kind of just put it together. It's layered. I it's, you get all the ingredients. You start nice. with um eight ounces of cream cheese that I put um spread in like an eight by eight baking pan. Um. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I have mixed in um, chunks of chicken breast and Frank's Red Hot. I've mixed together in a bowl. And then I spread that on top. And then I now spread some ranch dressing on top of that. Um, ranch or blue cheese? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, blue cheese. I use blue cheese. I was thinking because I'm doing this off the top of my head because I don't have it written down. It was written down on... Um, because Nene brought it home from with Moco, mm-hmm. um, one of the uh, culinary teachers would make it or whatever. So she actually had a half a cup of this, a cup of this, whatever. I'm like, I don't do that. I mix things together. Um, and then at the top, I put um, the Colby Jack cheese on it. I know people have used cheddar or whatever, but I use the, the white and the yellow Colby Jack cheese as the... Mm-hmm as my topping with a little bit of cheddar. And then I bake it at 350 for about 30 minutes. So it's nice and bubbly. Um, and it is, uh, mine's layered. My sister-in-law's, she makes hers where it's all um, uh, mixed up together. It's a okay. little different than mine. Mm-hmm. So it's, but it's still, and then I serve it with um, Frito scoops. And I think it's the saltiness of that that makes it just that's that's the win for me right there. I'm I'm done. It's okay. I'll come over. You make some now. I make okay. <laughs> uh, so I have to make some for today. That would be a spectacular, but not necessary. Okay. That'd be funny though. <laughs> I have to Here, see what I have to see what I have upstairs because usually we have the majority of the ingredients currently in the house because mm-hmm. that's like our go-to um, snack. Thing. Like I was actually going to make it last week for the game, but then I'm like, oh, game's not until like six forty. I'm like, eh, if it had been like a three o'clock game, I definitely would have made it. But I'm like, I am not going to want the snacks at that late at night. Right. 
So I did not do that. Things that we do for snacks. Mm, I like How about snacks. you, Dan? Is there like a signature thing that you have to have at, at, at Super Bowl time, other than pizza? That just this is this is like a pizza a Super Bowl party. No, not so much. It's just in pizza set for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> not don't anything in particular. Sometimes I'm curious what you know the different things people bring and everything, but you go to the parties, so it's just yeah. nice nice to try different things that you might not otherwise try. So something so, but. Nothing that I have to have. Mm-hmm. You know, well, me being the like diehard football fan that I am, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the one know. thing I the one thing I miss, I remember back before the Super Bowl halftime show was a thing. I mean, they still had like marching bands or Carol Channing or something, <laughs> but uh, other networks used to cross program. <laughs> Uh, against the halftime show, so you oh. could switch over and watch. Do you remember In Living Color did oh, yeah. an episode mm-hmm. uh, during the halftime show? Uh, <clears throat> the Simpsons did one where you they made Fox made you switch the channel from whatever network the Super Bowl was on to see Paul McCartney on The Simpsons, or mm-hmm. the WWE had uh, a match. Live on the USA Network. During, I forgot about stuff like that. Yeah. yeah so I, I miss stuff like that. Now I now this year the, the halftime show is a guy called The Weekend who doesn't even have the E or the last E in weekend. It's W-E-E-K-N-D. I know. Right. I'm just like, uh, who? What? Well, exactly. think of, come on, we grew up with Led Zeppelin. And it, yeah. it, is that exactly spelled correctly? I mean... <laughs> Or Def Leppard, for instance. Yeah, but they were famous. <laughs> well, I, I guess, I I guess, guess the weekend he's famous. Too. This is how far we've fallen. He's famous. We just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, oh, that, I I keep confusing him with the situation from Ju- Jersey Shore. Oh, that's now that's funny. That's I, funny. Actually, he's got like that. The weekend's got that really big hit, "Blinding Lights." It's been everybody's been talking about lately, and I actually like that song. I've listened to it on a, on a loop a few times. It's uh, it's a pretty good tune. So, that'd be interesting to see if he has a song other than "Bright Lights" you know, or "Blinding Lights" or whatever the. Name I just is. think I think the uh, the inauguration had a had a bigger halftime show than the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga and Perry <coughs> and oh my god, that is funny. J Lo inauguration had a better halftime show. Wow. <laughs> Boy, the connotations of that. I'm going to play with that one for a little while. First one was in 1967. Mm-hmm. University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band. Mm-hmm. I know Up With People did it for a bunch of years. In Up With People? 70s oh, wow. or 80s? Let's see. Um, a lot of marching bands back yeah. then. Yeah. Well, that thing. You know, you, on any given Saturday, it's college college football and they would break out the marching bands to entertain the crowd. What was Man, Elliot, time to go watch the football game. This is yeah. true. One year they had an Elvis impersonator who I think did magic. <laughs> That's phenomenal. When you think about it. Oh my God. That's amazing. Up with people was 1976. Okay. I'm um, trying to remember Elvis Kazam or something like that. Elvis Kazan. <laughs> Not Lainey Kazan, but no. Elvis Kazan. <laughs> Shazam? 
Elvis Presto, that's what it was. Elvis, Elvis Presto <laughs> doing magic at the Super Bowl halftime show. Wow. When was that? I don't remember, but I know I saw it once and it made me laugh. <laughs> I think it was part of a like a whole other thing, but I know Elvis Presto is part of it. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Oh yeah, there it is. 19, 1989. <laughs> Elvis Presto. With the South Florida area dancers and performers. That's amazing. <laughs> that must have been just before they started getting bigger acts. I think Michael Jackson may have been one of the first. Like, that was probably one of the defining moments when they got him to, to the show. 1991, New Kids on the Block. Okay. Oh, oh but actually, here's a piece of trivia about that one, and Dan's probably looking at it. That was during the Gulf War, and like uh-huh. right after the Gulf War started. Or just before, so the actual halftime, they went to news reports about that and taped the halftime show to show after the game. Oh, wow. Yeah, here we go. The airing of this halftime show was delayed until after the conclusion of the game due to ABC coverage of Operation Desert Storm. Wow, you're amazing of information here. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've been uh, taken over by the internet. I'm yeah. probably less needed for my information now that. No, but I would have never thought to look for it though if you didn't think bring it up though. I mean, that's yeah. Even though it's there, I didn't even think of looking at it. I used to have my brother actually. Weez used to call me for like pieces of trivia. <laughs> oh, he still references you. We li- I oh, listen yeah. to him in the morning, yeah. and he's like, "God, I wish Billy was here." Yeah. <laughs> what if I need this information? <laughs> Yeah, that's like 91 is when they started with a bigger musical act. 91 was New Kids on the Block. 92 was Gloria Estefan. Okay. And then 93 was Michael Jackson. Hmm. And they went country in 94 with Clint Black, Tanya Tucker, Travis Tritt, and the Judds. Yeah. That's something. I'm surprised they don't do more country for because there it just seems to fit. With like football fans to me, or most football fans, you'd think they'd enjoy a big country spectacle. Yeah. And that's right. Ninety-seven, they had the Blues Brothers. Yeah, I was fantastic. Dan Aykroyd, John Goodman, and James Belushi. Easy Top, James Brown. That's right. I, I was about to say, was Aerosmith part of that one? But I think I Aerosmith was part of the Justin Timberlake. Uh, Janet Jackson fiasco, I think. Um, yes. No, they were with, well, in 2001, they were with NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mary J. Bly, and Nelly. Oh, okay. Huh. There wasn't a rock band. Huh. Okay. See, no, I'm not no, so famous bad. wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> she was with. Uh, I talk about Super Bowl snacks. Yeah. Going <laughs> for Jessica oh, Simpson, what? Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, and Justin really? Timberlake. <laughs> what? Damn. Come on. In the immortal words of Han Solo, hey, it's me. <laughs> Man. All right. So now, do we have plans for this Super Bowl? I mean, right now, I don't have, you know, can't go to a party. Yeah. Yeah, just watching at home. I'm just, I might be watching at home. I might just probably be. I'll probably be playing Minecraft. <laughs> or not, not Minecraft, uh, World of Warcraft. Well, I don't know. Got on I... until the evening hours, right? Yeah. yeah right. Kickoff is like 6 30 ish. 6 o'clock, yeah. So I'll be, I'll be doing the Dungeon Master role for my kids' game. That'll be noon to four. And then everybody will head home and whatnot. I'll probably hang out with Ian for a little bit before he heads back to his mother's house. 
and then uh, that'll be that then i guess that, that i'll probably just find something to do at that point maybe yeah. oh you know what is the game on fox or cbs i can't remember that's a good question i'm not sure oh hold on let me look up my uh nfl mobile app you guys will probably find it before i do is there something you would watch on a different channel? CBS. Well, what's that? CBS. Okay. I ask because I have CBS All Access on my computer. And I have two monitors on my computer. So it's very likely that I could be like have the game on in the background while I am uh, you know, doing something else like playing Minecraft or, or Star Wars Old Republic or something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the entire reason I ask is, oh, can I watch it or not? If you'd said Fox, I've been like, oh, I guess I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I'll have on, but I won't be sitting there staring at it type of thing. Right. That's, that's watching it'll it, but not... be background noise. Yeah, and I'll, I'll watch it, and yeah, well, but I won't, I don't know. I don't know. See how good the game is. See, it's right. There's two of the major. I, I really love baseball, and I really like watching football. So I actually watch it, and I'm still trying to decide whether I want to watch the or who I want to root for the fun team or the underdog with the 43 year old quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> the conundrum of yeah. it all. Oh, it's fine. I don't know if you guys see these commercials because you may not come across them. The uh, Jake from Allstate and where Jake from State Farm with yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes, the mm-hmm. yes. quarterback and Aaron Rodgers, the Packers quarterback. And I, for some reason, I root against the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is a dick in those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Patrick Mahomes is kind of goofy but nice. Yes, that's that's funny. That's just that's funny. That's good TV right there. Yeah. I love it. I Maranamia. What are we doing to ourselves these days? I don't know. I'm smiling not a lot. It's really what gets me through my day. <laughs> so pizza, chicken wings, chicken wing dip. I haven't made a good pot of chili in a while. I might, you know, that's. Actually, I may request that from Susan now that you mentioned that. She makes good chili. Chili is good. And actually, one thing I'm, I mentioned earlier, and I forget if it was, I think it was on, on the podcast, the Royal Rumble is tonight. And that is when I actually used to have people over. Like uh-huh. My brother and a couple other wrestling fans would sit in our house. And like it, it, that to me, that was more fun to have people over, like wrestling fans, to watch mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble, which is probably the second best uh pay-per-view after wrestlemania now what makes it so good the the main event is the royal rumble match which um it's it's a little convoluted takes it starts out with two people in the ring and Mm -hmm. then every two minutes someone else joins the match and eventually there's 30 contestants in the royal rumble but the idea is to throw the other if someone gets thrown over the top rope then they're out okay so you could have anywhere from two people to you know they they like 15 people in there at a time <laughs> all trying to throw each other over the top rope and, and, and there's always have surprises and and people will team up and exactly but is it's it a always size so- ring? what's that is it a standard size ring? yeah yeah, yeah. wow and it's, it, it's always sort of fun to follow the storylines of who's 
teaming with who, who's feuding with who, what new feuds are going to start because someone threw someone else over the top rope. That's right, the soap opera part of it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like my friend Paul used to call it. It's comedy. Sudden, violent comedy. And the winner gets a a title match at WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the big prize right there, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, actually, one there was a well. There still is a wrestler. Uh, I can't think of his name now. He won the championship. Uh, Kofi Kingston, who would get th- thrown over, but somehow like land not on his feet, or like he would do a he would walk on his hands, <laughs> or like land on the guardrail and walk along the guardrail till he so got basically to save himself on a technicality. Exactly. And <laughs> it's always fun to see what stupid crap he would do to avoid getting eliminated. And eventually <laughs> would be, but it was fun to watch him like walk on his hands or walk along the ring post or do something goofy. <laughs> um, and like I said, there's always like surprise entrances and like people you haven't seen in years all of a sudden show up and so it's it's like one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. So that's what I'm watching tonight. And wish All right. I, wish I could have my brother and my friend Murph and a couple other wrestling fans over. Mm-hmm. Polly. Yeah. How's Polly doing? He's he is so busy over his you know, he owns a factory now. Right. <laughs> he's, he's, he is the sauce guy. Yeah. And plus, you know, he makes lots of and I guess they uh because of the way supplies aren't coming in, they've been like super, super busy and he's been working like crazy and hasn't had much time to have much fun. So, but I hear he's really doing good and he's super busy. So, um, and once again, because everything to me relates back to the Simpsons, it reminds me of the time Bart bought a factory for a dollar at an auction. <laughs> and he made, well, just this is like abandoned building, and he had no house sweeping the floors. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, That's hilarious. All right. So, um, you know, share with us what your traditions are. Let us know what you, you know, if there's a particular snack you have to have to have at, uh, at Super Bowl time. And uh, and we'll carry and make it for us. Yeah, <laughs> and make it for us. Thank and make you. it for us. Or at least share the recipe, so then uh, Tanya will make it for you guys. There you go. Oh, okay. See, I, I'm easy enough to work. Opening up a bag of barbecue potato chips is. Mm-hmm. Uh, chips and dip are always like just a good go-to snack. Thirty yep. hors d'oeuvres before the pizza and wings show up. Uh-huh. Pretzels and and cheese. My chicken wing dip. And now I want chili. Yeah, I don't want chili. I am chili right now, but I don't want chili. No. So is this a good point to take a break? And I think so. Come back with the question of the week. Let's do that. That sounds like a good plan. So we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, it's question of the week time. Thank you, Tanya. I appreciate you coalescing my thoughts like that. Welcome. Every so often. My dog is a moron. 
she's lovable. Yes, but she's a little moron. Doesn't mean they're smart. Dogs are, you know, they're yeah, not the sharpest knives nice. in the drawers. Yeah, she's what? She's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Oh. She's barking at thin air right now. Oh. <laughs> I let her out into the backyard to find out what was going on. She steps down onto the yard, looks over, and just starts barking at open air. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> she doesn't like the cold. She's just saying, "Cold, go away." No, she loves the cold. Does she? She has been totally. I mean, when when there's fresh snow on the ground, oh, she's all about it. Mm. <sighs> that exercise in futility brought to you by dogs. Yeah. <clears throat> Making oh, them more interesting since dogs do that, and then I got cats just sitting there meowing at nothing, and <laughs> <laughs> or a closed door. The cats they're usually like that, Billy. The cats just don't don't like don't like closed doors at all. Yeah, that's why we we have a, a door that leads to upstairs, and that's why Oliver will bang on it because it's yep. got the plexiglass. <laughs> <laughs> they have to know it's on the other side of the closed yeah, doors. Yeah. <laughs> Although the closet they don't care about, but the other doors they do. So like the door to the office is closed, the dog, the cat will be there banging on the door. But the office, the, the closet door, doesn't they don't care about. Now it's weird because um, Randy's sister, when they were living in Gates on Varian Lane, they she had a, a white cat by the name of Paris, and Paris would carry around a little purple like brontosaurus stuffed toy, and we hmm. called her her Ninonor. <clears throat> um, well, she would get her and their other cat Max, uh, Maximo. They would sit at the bottom of the um, stairs leading upstairs, looking at the closet door, hissing and like kind of growling at it. And they would open the closet door every so often and say, look, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And they're like, they now like believe that the house was haunted or whatever, because <laughs> the, cats, the cats would sit there and just growl. Well, they have to check every so often, you know, it's a regular checking. You know. Yeah. I think it might, be, it might have changed. <laughs> you notice how we're actually in podcast discussion mode and we're not even actually discussing it and we're not, we're not actually podcasting at the moment i think that's hilarious uh, well, we haven't come back yet we haven't yeah. come back yet although i think we actually technically we probably just did so. <laughs> <laughs> no we're back we're brought to well, you by cats I, and dogs you know it's funny we can like basically say oh it's behind the scenes look at <laughs> Well, we can just you know, start it. I can start it up, you know, during our break conversation there. <laughs> Dan has control so we're, of a we're lot here. of we're things. Have we, are we back? Yes, we're back. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're front. Sir, you're back. She almost broke it. Oh, <laughs> One of my favorite lines from from the uh, the musical "Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum." <laughs> Is that one of the ones that you would just like blurt out at random, kind of like last week's episode? Yes. And my, my uh, we did it when, when Dan and I were at Aquinas, uh, the, the theater group did it our junior year. It was the spring musical. And the part of Pseudolus played who in the movie, which, by the way, this whole thing was is, is a Mel Brooks production. So go figure. All right. The humor is very predictable, when it, but awesome. Right. So but the uh, the hero part was played by this uh, comedic actor named Zero Mostel. Big, heavy fella. Great timing. Funny as all hell. He's a legend. OK, so. In our rendition, it was played by Mark Simonelli, the late Mark Simonelli. Unfortunately, he passed away a couple of years ago. He had heart issues. Not surprised because he was built like Zero. He was a big fellow. Yeah. Yep. But his comic timing was amazing, and he just had he had the the. There was a lot of improv in this musical, 
Now, we're, we're a lot of organic kind of moments that happen in this particular musical. And at one point, and I can see it now, as John Schwab was playing the old man and uh, Wendy Hersey was was the, 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 the love interest that everybody was fighting over. And she sees John Schwab's character and he's dressed like the hero and they're thinking, okay, so there's this big mistake in identity moment. She grabs him, dips him over, kisses him. And he goes, he's just delirious. And she goes running off and Sudalus comes running in. He goes, oh my God, sir, you're back. She almost broke it. <laughs> move on. Okay. Our buddy Brian, our, our co-director Brian was in it. And I can't remember the name of his character, but it was funny. He was playing this old man. And, and in order to remove this curse from his daughter, he had to run around uh, Rome three times or something like that. They basically just did something. And then at the wor- the weirdest, most random periods, here comes Brian shuffling across the stage. Second time around. Wasn't it seven <laughs> times around? Wasn't it seven times? Seven, seven times around, yeah. yeah. So, of course, the musical, ever so often, Brian <laughs> would just come shuffling across. That was his only part. He would just be like, second time, third time, fourth time around. <laughs> I mean, it was just sheer chaos set in mm-hmm. Rome to a very Mel Brooks kind of a kind of a feel. So that's there's that anecdote for you. Let's do a question of the week. That sounds like a good, you know, jarring segue into a question of the week. <laughs> okay. God, I'm 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 not right. <laughs> But it's part of your charm, Chris. It really, I hope that's true. <laughs> I really hope that's true. That's not right. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> since this is going to be Super Bowl 54, have we I done question 54 that. too? All right, let's do 54. I was thinking that, Billy. Nicely oh, played. Yeah. We'll do that. Mediocre minds think alike. Yeah, well. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have an answer for this one, but this is, this is basically the juggernaut versus the blob. Oh, dear Lord. I don't... <laughs> I never is the Juggernaut a movie? No, the Juggernaut the Juggernaut X Men or the, uh, the X Men villain. Oh, X Men villain. Juggernaut versus the Blob, huh? I is don't that know my X. That wasn't a good mm. question. Let's do. Uh, Choose a different number. That was bad. <laughs> How many Super Bowls is this for Tom Brady? It's ten. So 54, 10, 64. We'll Go sixty-four. Oh, we did, we've done. We've done sixty-four. Have we done sixty-four? Yeah. Nice stars. Um, all right, then. Tom Brady's number 12. 12. <laughs> okay. If you could have your own reality TV show, oh, what no. would it be? <laughs> oh, no. Aren't we already in it? I don't know if we have good answers, but that's a pretty good question. Okay, hey, behind the reality... scenes, look at the production of the FC3. I think that'd probably be interesting to see how to show Chaotic people we are. on a daily basis to try and make that thing happen. Yeah, you know all the trials and tribulations we've gone through. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it might be interesting actually to have people. That's a lot of our years here to to make it happen like it has. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> been quite the a. We've gotten into and which is how we started. I mean, we started, uh, you know, and not almost you know, a lot of people we started with, you know, not there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original um, board was like nine people, and then we were down to the to three, three for a while, and then we've got right like new people six. Yeah, so a lot of fluctuation on who we started with, you know, the idea you started with. Mm-hmm. You know, just, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just the, the evolution of it was uh, <clears throat> interesting. Yeah. That's I a good would word like to me. see that. That's a great answer. The evolution I, and the, like year to year putting together of it, including this past year. Oh, my goodness. Where I, I don't even know want to know what you guys want, have been going through to. Hmm. Rearrange and 
we don't know what we have to go through. That's the problem right now is that, you know, even though we pushed out to September, you know, we don't know what things are going to be like in September, which is going to be hard, you know, and negotiating with, you know, celebrities and, you know, what, you know, what COVID things we have to take into account, you know, who knows what's going to be happening in September. Right. You know, hopefully some of this, you know, the, the vaccine rollout is going to hopefully improve sometime this year. And maybe the majority of people can get it maybe by sometime in the summer, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, for lucky. Well, then, even, you know, even Fauci is even saying that, you know, if we can get this, this vaccine at least steady, maybe not you're just ramped up to the levels that the politicians are talking about, but at least just steady distribution, we could mm-hmm. have some normalcy by the end of summer. Well, that's great because we're at the beginning of fall. That's our timing, right? yeah. So that's kind of a nice, nice feel to know that there's a possibility that we may be able to get this thing rolling. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I've heard in West Virginia, I saw the articles, they've done really great on, on vaccine rollout. No, why can't every state, you know, like... Why should it be as difficult as people are making it? But that's a political discussion for another yeah. day. I got into that argument with a couple of people the other day, in my opinion, on that. Yeah, but um, but anyways, yeah, FCC, it's been uh, yeah, it's a yeah, challenge. It's a we don't know what challenge. we don't know what we're you know yeah we don't know what we're going to do in the fall as far as you know what we have to do you know masks social distancing what's what are we going to have to do in that point so um but I have seen some small conventions being put on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one was in New York still. This it, one, there was one, one in or, New Jersey, I think. New Jersey, maybe yeah. it's New Jersey, but it's like a one-day one, and they, you know, yeah. they they limited the people in, and you know, it wasn't big, but you know, it was mm-hmm. they did something, so that's a sign. You know, sign of life is good, right? So, Born in the right you know, direction. Yeah, and we have a big enough place right now where we, you know, we can get some distancing in there, but. Obviously, if we have to do what you know today's restrictions, we're not going to be able to get the people when we need to make the show a success. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, things will be more a little more relaxed by then. And you know, even if there's still masks, but if you don't have to, you know, force the distancing part, you can mm-hmm. do you a know. mask contest. Yeah, who can who can make the fun, most funnest mask? If, well, if the Mandalorians have, and the Stormtroopers have that one hands down. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this now that since we've been talking about it. I'm, I'm, if we had been able to do the reality show thing, the episodes I would have loved the most would be anything showing us in that first meeting at Tanya and Randy's house. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time that we were in the studio to do the podcast talking about how the heck we were going to, you know, what are we going to do? How are we going to talk about this? Making part? our videos. Making the video. Yeah, that was on my list too. Making Those were fun. That, that day of doing flip-flop at your house with the girls. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we were <laughs> laughing so much, especially when we started dressing um, Brian, Brian and, and Jason. And Jason. <laughs> oh my God. And just and having the ideas flowing and we were just laughing yeah. at that. Look up um, on YouTube for our videos, people. <laughs> yeah, we have a YouTube channel, folks, and and all of our original videos and and backlogs. There's, there's, a, there's a playlist of those for on, under our, our our channel, the the FC3 channel. Mm-hmm. But you know, there, who we are is 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 pretty much out there. Yes. I mean, take that comment as you see fit, but. <laughs> You know, we are out there. Yes, we are. We out are there. out there, but all of our stuff is out there as well. And, you know, when the, oh God, the day that we did the subway um, video, I mean, just. Yeah. And we can't go into that entrance doesn't exist anymore. We were laughing our asses off all the time. It was amazing. We had a lot of fun. We did. We really did. Mm-hmm. I know subway day was not exactly a thriller for, for, uh, Tanya, she had some yeah, I had Tommy issues. issues. I feel yeah. bad. My Tommy hurt that day. 
yeah. of our of and then of course you know just to have somebody in the background while we were working out enterprise mm-hmm. over at aquinas when we had the kids doing the um oh that was just having them all the kids there, that was that all was the kids amazing. and their energy and their enthusiasm and, and we nailed it on the sixth take <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that's just there was just been so much fun and we've laughed our asses off a lot and, you know we've we've had our moments of frustration and anger and <clears throat> arguing and, and yeah you know, tears have been shed and blood's been shed, and you know, blood. Well, yeah, I, I fell down behind. <laughs> remember during that, during the second FC three, I, yeah. I tripped and fell up the stairs, <laughs> my knee. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm a water blood. sign, so I have a tendency to cry a lot. Yes, so. she does. Yeah. We love her anyway. I'm not sure how that happened, but we do. It's it's a thing. Well, that's nice to know. <laughs> <laughs> not sure how that happened, but. Hello, you, Tanya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. No chicken, no chicken wing dip for you. Oh, no, no, don't say that. That's mm. not nice. Don't say that. Mm. Anyway. So I think we have a group answer this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there we I go. So. Pretty, much, pretty much. That's a thing. I mean, we're in, in intertwined in each other's lives for so much anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's just it would be pointless to try to do something without each other. Yeah. Yeah, Like when we brought Anne on board, I I knew we were bringing in this really cool person who had a lot of experience and some great ideas and, and some great skill sets. I didn't realize that her and Tanya would become basically like sisters, right? She is my sister. (laughs) (laughs) She let me color her hair twice. (laughs) Yesterday's was much better than the first time I actually had a brush and, like a coloring brush and everything. And and I had hair color remover. So therefore not everything was as blue as it was last week. So yes. (laughs) And then I drove her. Hair color remover. That's called paint thinner in most (laughs) certain. No, there's actually a thing called color remover. Um, let's, Let's, let's wrap up the conversation on that. I was just thinking about that. You know, how many people out there have met each other have become friends with each other, have become, you know, have found something important to themselves because of FC3. Well, you that guys, I, I never have met. Yeah, I mean, this podcast is because of FC3. Exactly. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I met you guys because Deanna Schomerick emailed me to ask, mm-hmm. hey, would uh, what do you know about uh, Comic Cons? Tell me what you like about what you've been to. Or, or she just wanted to let me know what was happening. And mm-hmm. because I emailed her back, I met you guys. Yeah. And then this grew out of it. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's fine. It's, it's, you know, and I think one of the things that I hear people talk about the most when they deal with like with live play um, D&D podcasts and things like that is, is the found family dynamic. Right. You know, and, and you see a lot in a lot of TV shows, you know, Firefly, for instance. Um, is a the really brown cool coats. thing. It's the, the brown coats, the found family, people who had nothing in common. They they didn't have anything in, you know that held them together except like a series of events, and and they something came of it, and that's FC three at its finest, really, when it comes right mm-hmm. down to it. You know, we are a found family, and we had some strong foundations already because there was several of us who had been friends for a long time, but. You know, think of all the people. We, Batman John, for instance, mm-hmm. James, John Perengau, these guys who, Elizabeth Rice, these folks who are regulars, you know, and, and they contribute and they're part of the family. And we wouldn't have it any other way. 
and there's hundreds of, of names out there, you know, yeah, our, our buddy Ramad and who's given us advice over the years, you know, um, all the people who have contributed one way or another, Evan, Helen, you know, Robin, um, you know, Hunter, and, and you just, I can name drop for the next half hour and still miss. I mean, wh where did James Irish come from? Did you guys know him beforehand, or we never no. met him? He, he he was an FC three fan. He came to FC three. He started coming to the trivia events, and and he was talking to us on the Facebook, and we just started getting this conversation going. And I'm like, this this guy's cool. He's yeah, now he's doing his own podcast. Yes, yeah. and then we brought him, in, and then and now he's got his own podcast on the network with our our friend Chrissy, who you know I had met because. She has a mutual best friend with my ex-wife, Erica. Her and Erica are, are both friends with this young lady, Nimadi Lou, who lives down in Florida now. And so I met Chrissy Harding kind of a roundabout way, but then it solidified when Chrissy was at Strong and we realized we had all these similar interests and she was helping us with events. And when FC3 was tabling at Strong Museum of Play, for whatever reason, we I'd be hanging out with Chrissy. And so that became this evolutionary thing. And then I remember FC3-4, the one that was at the Blue Cross Arena, she came up to me afterwards and she's like, I, I want in, I want to do more. And knowing her skill set, knowing her attitude and that's one of my gifts is, is it's not a hundred percent accurate all the time, but I can usually look at somebody and kind of assess them after a while. Here's a fit. Um, I'm like, you want to be Anne's PA? Okay, cool. And that has worked out famously now in the long, you know, all these people who have come to us and, and they're just, it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And I mean, we've also met some people that we could do without to along the way, but that's a thing that's part of the story. That's what makes the story interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're small con, but we try to make it family. Yes. You know. Yeah, and and you know what? That makes a world of difference because on several occasions, and families fight, so we have those. You know, yes we do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. Dan, Dan, and I have never squabbled or fought before, and then we became. Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness! We've yeah. had a couple. Uh, We've know. had a couple roundabouts, and you know, and the thing is, is it's. it's I'm usually the fights between Dan and I are. I'm venting when I shouldn't, and Dan is making the logical points and the fight usually ends when I realize that I'm an idiot <laughs> and I've done something wrong. And I will tell you, yeah, that's right. You're right. I'm sorry. And, and then that's, and then it calms right down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we start talking about music and other things. But, you know, we've been doing this for years and years. So there's going to be stuff, stuff that's going to come up. Right. You know, there's always, you know, you go something this long that, you know, but we've, we're still here. Yep. We're, you know, stronger than ever. I mean, we're doing, you know, as far as we can during this, you know, this stuff here. We're, you know, we're factory keeping the podcast going. We're in Nerd World News is going. We got another, you know, James and Kirstie has their podcast. You know, we're, Gamer Street Regulars. We got Comic Chicks. We've got Comic Chicks. Blog. I mean, stuff that, yeah, I mean, we still, we're doing stuff. Even if we can't put on FC3, mm -hmm. all this stuff is happening because we try to do FC3 to start with. That's it. You know, so it's pretty amazing. I, I'm impressed by us every every chance I get. Me too. Diversification, yeah. <laughs> you know, Tanya's doing all the stuff she never thought she would do. Oh my God, I never oh. thought I'd be on video. I hate, I hated being on video. I was so nervous the first time that we were podcasting. I'm like, nope, nope, not going to talk, not going to talk, not doing it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And everyone who knows me finish. knows I'd love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i just can't shut up um we come to the gaming table i'm pretty quiet there uh um but yeah it's just i mean i still have my insecurities i still need lots of support and help in uh which i'll need some support and help writing some emails um just to 
get stuff situated for the this year because everything has been so off and odd mm -hmm. and things like that. So. Don't worry about that. So. Oh, real quick, while we're talking business, um, I did change the date on the event. But a couple of people were still telling me that on our website in certain places, I can't. I oh yeah, we got. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, we'll talk to Laura and see if we can get that updated. Yeah, some of it's correct, but I, I updated some of it. But there's other ones, like the images that I didn't have the the masters for. So I see if Laura okay. can. Uh, no, okay. That, so. Very good. Very good. A little business talk here on the on the end of our podcast here. Yeah. So this is it's part all part of the, of the reality, reality show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> see. <laughs> The podcast is a reality show when it comes right down to it. Uh, yes, we try to be open as, as mu open as much as we can about everything here. Yes, so I mean, transparent as possible. There are times where we close ranks, and you are not going to get information from us yeah. because more often than not, it's because we haven't confirmed something, and so we're not going to go ahead and be like, "Oh, mm -hmm. we're doing this," and then suddenly, it, you know, the rug gets pulled out, and we're like, "Oh, we can't do that anymore." Never yeah. mind. Yeah, we, we have no we are new guest announcements. Though. Yes. Yeah, we are a nonprofit, so we do, there's stuff we you know we do have to have some open and you know transparency there and everything. But you know, yeah, obviously, if we're not, if we're still in the planning stages, we're not. You know, nothing to report. As there, long so. as Mark Hamill still confirmed. <laughs> okay, Christopher. I didn't say it this time. That wasn't me. <laughs> I know, but that's why. That's why. But he, but you know, he, he's confirm right. he's a great guy. <laughs> I can confirm he's a great guy. Yeah, <laughs> he, he is. He's on our dream team. He really is on our dream list. That would be amazing. Oh my god, that would, so that would be levels. quite a twist of fate if that actually happened on but. so many levels. That would be amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, now we know that he can show up somewhere and not even be there. We saw it on TV. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. A little CGI. We can put him anywhere we want him. He, he was there. He just he was physically there. He was just they changed him. His voice well, is there. Yeah, his voice is because from what I'm told, it was like a, a younger actor and they CGI'd his face on it. Yeah. If I remember if that's the way it worked. Yeah, yes. So. But he was he was there as part of it, part of the production of it, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I can't wait mm -hmm. to see the next season of Mandalorian. I know. I got yeah, overclimbed. So. You know, I get enthusiastic. I never mean that's another podcast entirely. I'm, I'm going to stop now because the, 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 we, we've got enough and we're going to go on for another hour if I go on that tangent. <laughs> really? I love my job. I really do. So next week, I love you guys. Things we get my excited family. about. What's that? Next week should it be things we get excited about? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Although that could take some interesting turns. <laughs> That's why I'm really visit Tanya'sfeet.com. Oh, that, on that note, that is a perfect Joss Whedon throwback. I'm telling you, that's the that's the full circle from last week. Oh, no, who did we say would have been? Oh, oh Quentin Tarantino would have been already on top of that podcast. Oh my God, that because was, he's his fetish with yeah. feet. Is that what James said? Yes, yeah. he would have been on board. But anyway, regardless of that, on that happy and pious note, my friends, my family, you guys um, have it's that's a wrap. That's that's the wrap. So hey Dan. Hey Chris. Hey Dan. Hey Chris. Hit it. This has been FC3's Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of 
the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you like a spider monkey, September 25th and 26th at the Total Sports Experience in Gates. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. You guys have a great week. Have a safe week, and we will talk to you again next week. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> oh, nice, though. <laughs>